<laughs> I think this is gonna be a regular thing, guys. <laughs> oh, amazing coffee. Hits my soul. Makes me awake. Lila Lou? Lila who? Welcome back to my podcast, guys. And I think this is the seventh podcast. Holy fuck, guys. This is crazy. I just like, I'm so shook that I'm actually like keeping things up. Like, I think I found something that I truly do enjoy. And um, I kind of just want to stick with it. And I really do like um, talking. I love talking, guys. I'm a Gemini, you know. <laughs> Which we're going to be talking a lot about astrology in this one. I really want to get into it because I feel like I've been talking bits and pieces about it. But I haven't really dove into it and talk more about human design and things like that. And um, kind of realizations and stuff that I've been going through and all of that like stuff and shit. <laughs> But yes, we actually currently are going through Mercury retrograde, which, you know, a lot of people think Mercury retrograde is negative. Um, and like, so they're like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Mercury retrograde, you know, which, yes, it's a big, uh, big part of it. But Mercury retrograde also is the time that helps us grow the most and learn the most and um, kind of just learn new life lessons and things. So it's like, like I was telling you guys about the negativity and the positivity, which we talk about a lot in, in this type of podcast that I'm in, like, um, we can choose to see things negatively, or we could choose to see things positively. Currently, this month has been a really uh, hard month for me. And like I was telling you before, um, that a lot of things happened to me um, during the month of June. So it's like, kind of going around the the whole you know 365 my birthday comes in and like right before my birthday shit ton of things happen I don't know why it's that way like I really don't want it to be like I want um I want my next year <clears throat> hopefully to be great you know so I could like have my month of June to be a peaceful month for me because it's never peaceful for me and even though like sometimes I'm like I'm not consciously thinking of it. Part of me wonders if I'm subconsciously bringing this upon me. So I'm not sure. But yes, I lately have been doing so many studies on neuroscience, psychology, and philosophy. And um, I absolutely adore like looking at those things and reading about these things and like um, kind of observing people and stuff around me. Because I think it's very, very fascinating to me personally. And um, it's interesting. I was like talking to my teacher and he's also my friend. Shout out to Jeff again. <laughs> and he's just like, aren't you studying? Like, aren't you at Trevis right now? Like, and I was just like, yes, I am. But also, I'm like, this is a more personal study. He's just saying, I feel like you, you bring a lot to yourself and you kind of just like put on a lot on your plate. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. It's just something that I regularly do. I kind of just, I think that sometimes I get stressed very, very easily and I get anxious and I could fall into these negative patterns myself, even though I'm this positive, like lighthearted and beautiful person that I, 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 I assume I am. <laughs> um, I still fall into patterns of negativity. And we're gonna be talking a lot about these things because I think that this affects a lot of people it's not just me, you know, like, I feel like I keep thinking of like, why me? Why is this happening to me? And it's just like, that's such a, 
that's such a kind of like a thing that like everyone thinks of, man. Like everyone thinks of like everyone's like, why can I never get a good job? Why can I never be in a stable relationship? Why is like why is my life depressed? You know, like things like we're questioning all of these things instead of like counting our blessings and looking at the good things and all this shit. Like we're in the midst of a pandemic, you know. Well, things could be a lot worse, and yet we're still here. And so um, I think there's there's a part of us that do need to be grateful for it, you know. Even though um, my thoughts on the pandemic are very strong, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know if if it's a pandemic or if it's a pandemic or if people are actually getting sick because it's they're getting sick or if people are getting sick because we're ascending or if people are getting sick because of placebo. You know, so there's like so many different factors and stuff. And I feel like having platforms in order to express these things are great because then you can actually share your opinions with the world. And um, while you may be judged for it, guys, like we're always judged for our opinions. But it's nice to have somewhere where you can express yourself, just like a podcast or something or like a book or whatever, where even though it's out there, people can say what they want to say about it. You already said what you wanted to say about it. And it's like your opinion on the matter. And um, interesting thing, I was talking to um, the people from where we stand. <laughs> and uh, like, basically, I said, like, how I want to have them on my podcast eventually and how they want to have me on their podcast eventually. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see if that's going to happen. It would be very interesting for sure, you know. Um, and yeah, like I was talking to you guys about how I wanted to make this uh, podcast a video kind of thing. So if you guys are interested in more of like kind of a visual thing too, um, it's nice because I'll be just like directly staring at you in the camera while I'm talking. Um, and also you'll see me kind of bounce through the walls and see where like I'm, my legs is constantly shaking. People think that like I, it's kind of like a nervous tick. I think it may be sometimes, but... I'm not sure. It's just I do that. I think it's the the amount of caffeine that I take and stuff. So yes, let's see. Okay. So I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit about the Mercury retrograde. Going back into that, Mercury retrograde is a, is a time for um, learning different things depending on what sign it like it's it's in basically like astrologically. Um, and so currently this month we're in we're in uh, cancer. So basically, people in cancer are going to feel this, but also Mercury is ruled, is the planet ruled uh, by, well, Virgo and Gemini. So I am a Gemini, as you guys know, as I, I've mentioned so many times, and um, basically it does have a, a huge impact on me because it's the planet of Mercury and everything. So I kind of wanted to, to, to read uh, what this cancer uh, retrograde it means like I'm trying to find something okay so let's see if I could find a little bit of um, something and what it means apparently that this the effects in this retrograde are could be very dangerous and it could be the most dangerous one so we have to really uh, be careful with what we're doing and uh, not to get into accidents and to um, not to fall into weird patterns or um, for some people, you know, drug abuse and all these things and like spending a lot of money going into debt and things like that. You'd really want to be careful with these stuff. So let me see if I could find something I've been trying. So uh, so they're saying kind of like you will feel more sensitive on an emotional level. 
Um, but also Cancer is a very spiritual sign. And um, so they're very into spirituality and stuff like that as well. So um, you can get easily hurt and offended by people. And um, the thing is, is while we are very open at this point, like you'll see a lot of more people being blunt and honest on social media and being a little harsh sometimes and it may offend people. Or you may be getting into fights and stuff with your partners um, around um and stuff like that but the interesting thing is i was kind of looking at some videos and stuff about it and i found a video where it talked about um how it affects gemini in the financial department so we have to be careful with money and how we're spending money and trying not to go into debt which is funny because currently i'm trying to help out my mother as well in her in in her situations in brazil and stuff and it's been tough, you know, because I have to, uh, like, care about, like, my own things and my well-being as well. Like, and I spend roughly uh, $60 to $100 a week on food. And it's mostly because I also take supplements and, uh, and lots of protein and stuff. And I'm trying to, to keep up my body weight and stuff so I could feel better about um, myself and my health. I need to eat, like, every three hours or so, which I've been lacking these last couple of weeks. So maybe maybe this plays a role in how of my well-being is and I'm sure that if I talk to my mother and father about that they would say that it plays a huge role because you know food is important and stuff like that and water is important I haven't been drinking that much of it and that's really bad that's really awful actually um so you know I I could see my faults and stuff and things where I need to be upping my game and things lately but yeah so what is this what does it say here it says right here let's see this planetary influence is wonderful for domestic endeavors especially any home project okay something keeps popping up on my phone which has <clears throat> needed your attention for a while this would also be a good time for family reunions however don't sign leases for new rental or buy a house at this time so and then they talk about uh retrograde um in different signs and stuff and how it affects us, and um, <clears throat> how it affects cancer is on, definitely on the emotional department and stuff, and um, they'll be thinking a lot, um, maybe even overthinking things, and that's something we're definitely going to be talking about on this podcast. We're not going to have a fun fact today, guys, but we will have an answered question. So one of my friends gave me the idea to listen to my podcast. She said, why don't you answer questions? And I actually did want to do that. The, the main thing that I kind of started this podcast is like I wanted to kind of have people call in and stuff like that. So kind of have like, uh, but that would have been taken a while. And I kind of wanted to just get something going, get a following going and then eventually kind of start that. So she gave me a question that talks a lot about the stuff that we're going to be getting into today. And I was just like, this is perfect. And I'm going to answer it in today's podcast. So, um, yeah, so see, like, what does it say here? Um, in Gemini, it creates havoc in communication. So I have to be careful of how I speak my mind. Leo um, is my moon, so expressive words and gestures. I have to be uh, patient, which is ironic, you know, because I've been patient with a lot of things and patient with people, people in my life. Um, and it's been 
it has been getting to me, guys. I have been experiencing um, a little bit of uh, <clears throat> stress in the department of my being, my relationships, and just life in general. Especially how I'm going back into school and my motivation for school hasn't been there, unfortunately. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going to clear my throat a lot in this. But the thing is... Um, it's not that I don't want to and I don't want to graduate, all this stuff. I do, but my my attention and stuff are elsewhere. The reason why I went to school, and I think I've mentioned this before, it was kind of like to learn the things I want to learn so I could be my own self-producer and artist and all that stuff. And now that I've learned those things, we're getting into these really technical aspects that are, are great to know, but I don't have interest in. So it's been a little bit difficult for me to focus on those things that I have no interest on. And I find like, um, so some people from my school, whoever is listening to this, hopefully they're not, <laughs> have like came to me and was just like, you know what, you have to study, you need to do this and you need to do that in order to graduate. And you need to finish your projects and blah, 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 or else you're not going to graduate and blah, 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 and all these things and putting it on me and um, people saying like you you suck as like an engineer you suck as as uh, like knowing music theory and whatever and you know what I don't think I suck as an engineer because I'm making my own projects and they sound freaking amazing like I think so at least and the people I've showed it to pe people love it and people are like why aren't you posting on Spotify or anything at the moment I'm like there's a time and there's a place and I'm going to eventually I like to get things to perfection and I'll try second Music theory is basically showing you how to read music. It's basically showing you um, that technical aspect of how to move notes up and down and things like that on a scale and all of these things in order to understand music and how to play music. And I already know how to play music. I already know how to read music. Um, I'm not the best at it. I'm not the best at reading music, but for me, it's mostly about feeling and intuition, and that's how I have learned to play music. So that's what I say with people. I'm like, I may not know how to do those things, but but I play seven instruments. So I think that's good enough for me personally. Um, and I just, you know, I, I bounce my energy here and there. Let me try to get this. Okay, I bounce my energy here and there. And um, I always try, I think the interesting thing I, I read about Gemini going back into astrology um, was that their energy is so scattered and, so, and they tend to overthink things and all of this stuff and can fall into patterns of being negative. So in order to be positive, um, we focus our energy on a bunch of different types of hobbies and, and skills and all these things. And it's true because I paint, I dance, I tap, I twerk. Um, what else do I do? I roller skate. Um, I do makeup. I do YouTube videos. I record music. I write books. Uh, like so many things. I do yoga. I work out. Um, and I need to keep an active lifestyle in the working department. Like I really need to work. And um, just like... What I mean in like the working department is like the work working out department, because when I don't, I feel a difference in my body and I feel how it moves and all of these things. So I'm really trying to, you know, get it, get it going. 
But yes, um, I mentioned to you guys that I've been reading a book um, about um, about women, and a man wrote it, and so beautiful. I think when I read this book, it makes me happy and sad at the same time, because I'm going through my own stuff regarding uh, men in general. Um, that basically I'm really like like um after that trip that I had to I'm I've been really trying to see the beauty in in men and um <clears throat> how they feel and how they have an impact on society and I really do feel for them but there is a part of me too that also has like a disbelief like um my belief in man slowly starting to die and I don't want it to be that way it's just um patterns and behaviors that certain men do that get me to being like wow okay you know and then people wonder why they feel that way and I was talking to I think I don't know if I mentioned this past podcast I don't think so I was talking to Joey and he's just like but also women don't love men the way some men like wholeheartedly love women and I'm like and I think personally I was just like personally there is a reason for that I know women very well and I know that while we can be dramatic, while we can be excessive, while we can be crazy, all this stuff, we always do it with love. And um, we always want to be loved to love and be loved and things like that. So, and um, women aren't complicated. They aren't complicated because if we like you, that means we want to be with you or we want to sleep with you. But it's both. <laughs> women tend to look for um, what they want in a relationship in their sexual partner, even if it's kind of like a no strings attached. They, it's a it's a um, it's a thing that us us humans kind of go through. Like men, it's different. Sometimes they can just they can just fuck a woman based on their energy, and for women, it's like they always kind of try to find their type because it's just like it's evolution it's it's how things worked in the past you know um our our bodies and our nature and all all of these things and their pheromones were made to look for a mate you know and there's a book this is getting a little tmi but you know there's no tmi on this podcast honestly my friend um Bo was reading a book and he talked about how um like oral oral sex is actually a way um there's no kind of like there's no sig- kind of like significance behind it there's no meaning behind it other than pleasure and also checking the ph levels of your partner to make sure that they are fertile infertile and stuff like that that's kind of how it was in the past um i guess with evolution and stuff that that kind of like got away and it was more of an instinctual thing but yeah, very fascinating to me. You guys are going to hear me say that a lot. I know, I'm sure you guys heard me say that a lot. I, I catch myself saying that a lot. Like, I'm very fascinating. I'm very interesting. Because it is to me. But yeah, I wanted to read a part in the book. So let me see if I could find it. Okay. Um, a lot of people are like, I can never write um, in my books or stuff like that. My books are like a journey. You open them, you see highlighted stuff, sometimes written stuff, or um, bent pages from the lack of bookmarks. And um, I think it's beautiful that way too. It's not just beautiful just just to only have a 
a beautiful book, but in order to learn lessons from the book. And, um, or looking at, me and my mother do this, actually. And my mother said she sometimes goes back to read only the highlighted portions that she highlighted in the book, and she gets different insights every time she reads them back. So, yeah. Let's see. Um, this is about boy and men. A boy looks for all the ways that he can impress a girl. A man looks for all the ways that she can impress him. A boy seeks to maximize the way he appears in her eyes. A man seeks to maximize the way she appears in his eyes. A boy wonders what she thinks of him. A man wonders what he thinks of her. A boy asks himself, where is she on a scale of 1 to 10? A man asks himself, what is beautiful about this woman before me? A boy asks himself over and over, does she like me? Does she like me? A man asks himself over and over, do I like her? Do I like her? A boy is in his head. A man is in his heart. A boy observes himself and a man observes her. So I think that's beautiful. Honestly, there's a lot of things. Let me see if I could find some more um, things that I highlighted because like, there's just oh, amazing things. Um, so they talk about also like the disbelief um how women lose belief in in men because of the way they act and stuff like that so yeah actually i just found the <laughs> see highlighting it works um so it says these men or let's call them what they are boys don't care about any of this they are trampled about all over the place like a field they deprive of vital nutrients Scorched earth taking advantage of a woman's openness. She is led to believe one thing and discovers another. And when it happens, she is saddened a little more and her belief in men dies a little more. These soi disant ladies, men, play with emotions, play with their hearts, play little boy games. They manipulate endlessly and they end up hurting hopes and mudding the waters for the rest of us. So you understand about the muddying the waters for the rest of us. Because of certain men in this, in this earth and that, that do those things, it does make us wonder what other guys' intentions are. And I see this as a pattern over and over again. My friend downloaded um, a dating app, Hinge, which I used to be on, how I met my previous partner on and stuff like that. And she said that she can never which we're always trying to find our true intentions and stuff and she's just like what do I think about this guy is this guy serious does he want something casual I don't know and it's very hard to know people's true intentions nowadays you never know if people just want to bang or if they want to be in relationships or if they want like a more of a platonic thing just like a genuine connection it's kind of rare nowadays. And I actually, so in my book, in my book, the first chapter I've mentioned um, earlier this week since I've recorded it and stuff, I mentioned in the book that um, everything comes back to our parents and our being and all of these things. Um, but also, basically, it's just, honestly, like there's so many factors and stuff um the 90s was the last year it was the last year that people were kind of like 
having babies early, um, buying houses early, and having a life early. So kind of like early 20s and stuff like that, even like 24, 23, stuff like that. Um, and nowadays, people 24, 23, or even later 20s do not want to have children and do not want to be in relationships and do not want to get married and it's very different nowadays. That's why I think, like, I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know what's happening with society and stuff like that. But it's very interesting for me to kind of, like, look at these things, I guess, because a lot of it, too, a lot of it in the past has led to divorce. So people are seeing through that and seeing, like, men and women both, uh, men being, um, men not thinking about that in particular, women thinking about that, men thinking about their freedom. So we talked about the, the whole freedom and masculine, feminine, and things like that. So it's very, very fascinating. I'm actually going to talk about something in regarding to freedom, which is my twerk. So I've received some messages um, by a particular family member. <laughs> and this person said to me, like, don't you think that it's a little too much, the, the twerking, basically, and that... Um, it could be sexual and some people get the wrong intentions and blah, 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 and all this stuff. So my, my, my kind of thing with that is like, I have not received messages like that from people. Um, I actually receive many beautiful messages from women actually. Um, and what I mean by that is like, I literally get messages from women saying like, you empowered me or you taught me so much during your, uh, fearlessness and your journey through um, walking and dancing and twerking and all this stuff that I wanted to do it and it, f it feels liberating it feels like a sense of freedom so um, and I've explained how like the so my my friend talked about like X's and O's and it's very interesting too it's kind of like rigidity rigid movements are uh, masculine and circular movements the curves are the feminine so twerking is both because you're moving your hips side to side and you're popping, which is the rigidity. So it's basically um, a, a feminine and masculine essence energetically in dance. And a lot of dance, all dance has the feminine and the masculine in it. So energetically, even though most women do a certain type of dance or most men do a certain type of dance, it's that's how it is. That's that's like um, in order for it's to kind of portray something in it. It has to be a masculine and a feminine essence in it. So, um, yeah, and I, I explained to them that basically everything I do is with light, love, and good intention. So I think when people see through that, like, you know, one thing that we all have in this world is um, we can sense when someone's being fake and when someone's being real or when someone is a little... Um, like just full of themselves and stuff like that. I think like that's the, the, the thing that we haven't lost touch in. And because of social media, we understand that more because we see so many fake people on social media, fake women and fake men. And um, so we can see we can see through some people's masks and stuff like that. Hold on a second. Ooh. Let me get some coffee. Mm -mm -mm. I did some exercising, some yoga yesterday. So I actually wanted to, to talk about that. Um, then we're going to go back to some astrology and stuff because it's going to be fascinating. And so my mother said 
that um, she was she's my teacher, obviously, <laughs> and she said that pay attention to your practice in yoga. You said your practice is a reflection of yourself and your life, which honestly, literally, literally, I was like starting to to think about these things, and so. I do, I'm doing my practice, I'm in stillness, I have the balance, I have the balance in life, the only thing is, when I go into downward dogs or something in a holding position, I tend to end up bringing my body down into the fetal position, and going into child's pose, and um, basically, in my reading, kind of like psychologically, um, what I would think that is, is my, my need to relax, that I need to relax, that I'm, I, I think too much, I do too much, I stress myself out too much, and I need to relax, and I've been getting that, like, a lot, honestly, okay, let me see here, mm-hmm. I've been getting that a lot, honestly, um, with the people around me, with everything, and um, I think I talked about patience, and how life wants to teach me patience, you know, so, um, and, my saying has always been patience is a virtue, you know, and when my sister, my brother, they hate that. Whenever I say patience is a virtue, patience is a virtue, they're like, Lila, come on, let's go. Patience is a virtue, you know. <clears throat> and then interesting thing is like um, a friend of mine said patience is a virtue to me. And I started feeling like almost like this thing inside of me that I was like, Haha, OK, yes, patience is a virtue. It's like I needed to be reminded of it myself kind of thing. And um, starting to see it, I'm like, I wonder what life is trying to teach me. And my whole life has been trying to teach me patience. It's been so, like, and I feel like I have a lot of patience, but I have a lot of impatience, too, regarding certain things. And so I guess it's trying to teach me patience in all aspects of things, which does frustrate me. Trust me, it does frustrate me. Um, But it also kind of makes me wonder and things and, like, just kind of, like, go with the flow. Go with the flow. I'm always trying to go with the flow. And um, crying is an interesting thing of emotions, right? So um, this kind of, like, brings me to, like, the emotion and going with the flow kind of thing. Is like when you're crying, you're releasing all expectations, all of your dreams, all of your hopes, all of things that were built and stuff, and, um, like, memories and all this stuff that happened or whatever, and you're coming to terms with it and releasing them through tears. That's why we have, we feel so good after a good cry, you know? Sometimes you just need to cry, let everything out, and you feel good about yourself. And, um, Personally, I always had a hard time crying. And I don't want to say that it's uh, my my family's fault, like my mother's fault, but it does have something to do with the fact that my mother, too, um, emotionally, she's strong and stuff. And um, she has moments where she cries, too. But when, when I was younger, she would be like, crying is for the weak. We don't cry, you know? And that's not a good sign. I explained this to her, and she said, yeah, I know. Like, that's a, it's not good that I did that or whatever. And... Um, but my mom also contradicts herself a lot. She says one thing one day and she'll say something else another day. And it's funny how in relationships, um, basically like they're also a mirror of your parents and it's like how we end up loving kind of like our parents and stuff in a sense. And, um, 
my past relationships and uh, like relationships in general, it's mostly people contradicting themselves being like, I want to be with you, but I also don't know, but also this and also that. And so, um, and I've received a lot of these patterns. I just want kind of like a logical response. And actually that thing of kind of like bouncing back and forth is kind of a feminine thing actually. And so that's the aspect of the masculine that I have in in relationships with people, and not just relation like romantic relationships, but relationships in general. Um, how I just want like a logical response of like, what do you want? You know, like just tell me, like tell me, do you want to be with me? Do you not want to be with me? Do you want to be my friend? Do you not want to be my friend? Um, do you want to eat here? Do you want to eat there? Like just tell me, and I'll be fine with it. You know. But like the back and forth thing does struggle. Like gives me, you know, kind of like, oh my lord. But it does help me learn more. You guessed it, patience. <laughs> and so I've been realizing my arthritis is patience. It's like, you know, got all that stuff. And then literally, literally not walking for three years. It's like, okay, now you got this. You're not going to walk for three years, patience. You want to, and then I, when I started to walk again, oh, you want to dance? You want to move? It's going to take you two to three more years in order to do that in order to straighten my my back and everything I was when I started walking I was walking forward my hips were back and um kind of like hunched and then slowly slowly I had to take it was years before I lifted my body up and so it's very interesting guys you know like so it's like whole life has been trying to teach me patience and even patience with myself and then, as I got older, patience with relationships and people around me and things. Um, but yeah, so, and I think that everyone eventually goes through a life with their, with they have their first love, and then the relationships that teach them something, and then later on, the relationships that they just end up being with that person, you know. Um, or sometimes, if you're lucky enough, you get your first boyfriend or girlfriend and that's it you know and then you struggle with different things in life because there's always a problem you know and it's funny Bo and I were talking um, yesterday night or something I think no it was no was it yesterday I think it was yesterday night I'm not sure Uh, or two days ago something like that yeah two days ago actually and um we he's like don't heal your arthritis now He's like, you heal your arthritis, now something else is going to come. And we're we're both, like, laughing so hard at that. We're just like, like, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, if you heal one thing, something else happens. So that's the kind of, like, the negative aspect. Like, and I've been understanding men's intensity with those things. So, like, when I told you guys about the whole psychedelic journey or whatever, um, how some of them, how some of the spiritual men are like, wake up, guys. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, what are we doing? And stuff like that. And it's just like... Um, getting frustrated and things like that. And that, yes, they need to relax a little bit, but I understand their intensity because, but sometimes people need to have that intensity. Sometimes people need a little bit of more softness in order to understand these things, right? So it's very interesting. And so Bo and I were talking about that and we were laughing our asses off and we're like, yeah, life, you know? Um, And then I was studying philosophy in neuroscience and this guy I think I mentioned him before in the first or second podcast his name is Pedro Calabres and I mentioned it in Bo's podcast yes I mentioned it in Bo's podcast and basically Brazilian philosopher neuroscience uh, neuroscientist or whatever and um, 
he basically talks talks a lot about like love and stuff he has different types of topics but love is obviously the one that everyone wants to know because all of us want love (laughs) believe it or not in the end that's what we want even though our our perception and our reality is a little bit messed up about what we want our our essence here as humans is to love and be loved (laughs) it's as simple as that literally and um so basically he said that in the first stages of a relationship where you're in love with the person where you have that love head over heels is like it's almost like you're on a drug you know and that lasts six to 18 months and he's <laughs> that's like I'm like wow like thanks that's good to know you know um that like hell that I experience is gonna last six to 18 months um and I've explained to this before to you guys that I don't like the beginning uh, the beginning of relationships because the beginning is, is questionable. The beginning gives you anxiety. The beginning is just like you're trying to get to know the person and stuff like that. I like the comfortable stage and then there are other problems with the comfortable stage. But it's still better when you have someone that you're comfortable with and then you can deal with the problems instead of like not knowing and kind of like, uh, oh, uh, oh, you know. <laughs> But basically, he said something very interesting. And it was in Portuguese, but I'll say it in English. He's like, passion, like the, the love and passion. Uh, being in love is a form of dementia. <laughs> so a form of insanity, basically, you know. And he said that we get into this state of like this phase, he says, of dementia. And I'm like, wow, it's good to know that I am insane. <laughs> but... um. It just happens, you know? It just, like, that's that's what goes through. And I see some people in the comments. It was fucking hilarious. Some people were like, I never leave the the, the, the phase of dementia. <laughs> I just stayed there. <laughs> and that made me laugh a lot. But, yes, let me get to it. Um, this podcast is going to be a little shorter today, guys, uh, because I am going, actually, roller skating. Um, I found a group um, from my city of a woman roller skating and stuff. I think there's men in there too, but I'm not sure. There's mostly just women, honestly. And there are a lot of beginners and they're all going to go skating today. So we're all going to fall on their asses and I need to stretch before I go and stuff like that. I'm probably going to be a little late, but it's fine. I'm kind of nervous, um, but it's going to be good. Hopefully I'll, I'll still walk, you know, <laughs> by the end of this, but let's get it going. Okay. So let's see. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Um, okay, yeah. So, relationships with parents and how they reflect um, our current relationships. So, and also family members. <laughs> but yeah, parental guidance, whatever, all that stuff. So, I lost touch with a certain family member years ago. This family member, I love them. I love them now, and I love them then, but they they tended to question it would be a list of 20 questions and it would always be like what are you doing with your life and and uh what have you been doing and all these stuff and these questions that are just so they're they're so formal and I like to kind of get past that get past to the point where you're just like you're not answer like not like don't be asking me like questions like I'm on a date ask questions that are like significant or like have an actual conversation with me about life and philosophy and things like that. It's just much better. Um, so I would feel a lot of anxiety and stuff when I was younger about that. And I think I was 16 at the time and had a falling out and 
um, I ended up being like, I realized that I messaged this person more than they messaged me. So I decided, I was like, as an experiment, to not message them. To not message them and to see if they would message me. And it took two years, two years where this person didn't message me. After a week, after a month, I started feeling really sad and I disappointed that this person didn't message me. And then two years later, they reached out to me and we ended up reconnecting and we're really close now. Um, and the person's like, I miss you and all this stuff and things like that. So it did really hurt me at the time, but it did make me grow a lot. And it made me realize that sometimes you do need to, to teach people these lessons. And sometimes while it hurts, it's something that needs to happen, you know? And um, I've been going through this recently too in other situations um, that I will not mention for my, my personal uh, health. <laughs> but you guys understand what I'm saying. It's just that sometimes you need to do things that hurt in order to see who is actually there in your life and stuff like that. And the thing is, if people want to be in my life, I let them be in my life. I actually do let them um, be there for me and all of these things. So it's just like I don't hold grudges. And it's that thing of forgiving and forgetting. I wouldn't say forget. I would say forgive and remember what happened, but grow from it. So and also letting go of the past. We're so much, we're so caught up with our past. <laughs> we're so caught up with things in our, in our past and past relationships and things that have affected us that um, we don't even realize like that by living in our past, it's not, we're still stuck in our past. We're not moving forward in the future and changing ourselves. So let new, new relationships, new friendships, new experiences change the way you were in the past and grow from it and um, it's very difficult to do but it's also very easy kind of like the anxiety thing that I talked about so yes I think that I, I needed to explain this to certain people because it's very very fascinating very interesting <laughs> and um, people do need to hear this stuff because um, we forget these stuff sometimes we forget these things in our lives and um Yes. So basically, let's see. The um, I have now one uh one more I have the question and then I have a little bit of things from um astrology and then uh a song and we're we're going. All right. Let's see the question. So this question it was actually awesome. I read it and I was like, "Wow, it's beautiful." So my friend says here, okay, so while listening to your podcast, I actually did have a question. I often find myself drowning in negativity and overthinking situations that never even happen, and it only brings me down. I listen to you saying that we should concentrate on the positive part of any situation, but I find it hard to do that because the situations in my head are my own imagination. What should I do? So you basically answered your own question by saying that the situations in your head are your own imagination. That's basically it, you know? We tend to, um, like, like, create scenarios in our head. And, like, as I mentioned in the past podcast, women 
women are here to, for drama and jealousy. We're here to experience drama and jealousy and men, um, success and failure, nothingness and um, freedom. And um, while it seems like those, uh, those traits of men are positive, there's a lot of um, negative aspects to them too because they can get lost in their own freedom. They can get lost in their own nothingness instead of loving. So, and for women, we, can, we tend to go into a drama of our heads, you know, which honestly I find myself doing these last couple of days because I've been overthinking things that I probably shouldn't be overthinking. I should just kind of go with the flow and see what happens. But, you know, that's what it is in life. And, but when things like that happen to you, try to stop yourself from that and say, why am I feeling this way? What's going on in my life right now that's making me think this? And what's the lesson that I need to learn from this? I find that those questions, those answers already kind of bring an impact and kind of give you an awareness, kind of like the yoga thing. When my mom said about the yoga poses, reflecting our life and a reflection of ourselves, I, I really thought about what are the poses that I struggle with? What are the things in yoga that I struggle with? Keeping my arms up, keeping my legs down. What were the things? And for me, it was that I, I would cave in the, the downward dog and go into child's pose. So it was a reflection of I'm, I'm always trying to work hard, always trying to do these things when I should just relax, go with the flow. And um, so with these negative patterns and stuff like that, try try to think of one positive thing maybe you know um our our brains are actually responsible for a lot of the things that we've experienced and it's funny how like the the mind rules the heart kind of thing um and like heart rules the mind but the thing is the brain is very is very tricky you know um so it's very in the cerebral sense just like um, how we, we fall in love with someone, it's all about the brain, actually. It's the brain. And then we tend to overthink things and we tend to be like up and down. And so the brain is what gives us that obsessiveness, the obsessiveness of like you're in the shower, you're thinking of them, you're cleaning dishes, you're thinking of them, you're tying your shoelace, you're thinking of them. You see something that reminds you of them, you're thinking of them. So it's kind of like, like that with thinking too. You know, If you're seeing that these patterns are happening, try to do things that break them maybe um some people like meditation um i found that that wim hof breathing like i was telling you guys before helped me a lot um because i i i have a sometimes a hard time just staying still which i i do try to do at least one to two minutes or something so that i could feel in my body what's going on and it's interesting, when you start doing these practices, <clears throat> you may realize that you probably will, will cry or, or get mad or have a sort of a, a form of release because we're not used to releasing and expressing our emotions. And um, even, um, and it's interesting thing that, that Joey talked about too, he's just like, like um, boys and stuff, in the, in the, when something goes wrong in elementary or stuff, it's just like, oh, like, kind of like suck it up, oh, it's fine, you know? But when, when a woman, when a, when a girl is hurt or something, the people tend to say, are you okay? And nobody ever asks a boy, are you okay? And um, that, that actually did get to me, kind of like being like, see, but these are the problems because now as they get older, 
then how are they going to express themselves to us if they, they they didn't even get those types of things? Just like women, you know, like we constantly uh, reassure ourselves and are beautiful with ourselves and things like that. And um, we're always like sending each other pictures. Women send each other sexy pictures and stuff like that. And we're like, yes, queen and things like that. So it's just it's funny. But yeah, I hope that answered your question. I uh, went over a bunch of different types of topics and metaphors in the process of them. But yes, like I'm saying, try to think of one positive thought and try to be aware of when you're overthinking, you know, because that's also very important. Um, when you're aware of it, you can you can recognize it to be a phase and recognize that it's something you're going through right now and that you need to be going through and uh, kind of try to realize, like, where is this coming from? So, yes, there you go. Um, and also, so back into the astrology, these are the things, these are the times that we grow the most. We grow, you know? <laughs> um, and so check out the uh, what's going on in retrograde right now and what's going on in different types of aspects and stuff. So also, I wanted to mention in astrology right now, we're going to be going through a, uh, we're going to go through a Capricorn Saturn. And then we're going to go into a lunar eclipse in Capricorn. So that's happening July 1st to July 5th or so. But because of that energy, we're going to be very kind of logical, analytical, hardworking. Things are going to kind of pick up the pace a little bit more. But it's also going to be a little bit of a kind of a, a barrier in our, in our thoughts and things like that. So, but luckily on the July 22, I think, something like that, Leo is coming into effect. Leo, my moon, beautiful. And Leo is all about lightheartedness, fun, and drama, and expressing yourself. And so we're going to actually have a lot more fun in the month of July, the end of middle of July till the August-ish or whatever. Um, hopefully things are going to loosen up and we're going to have some fun. So, yes. Um, this made me think of a song that I wanted to sing today. So the song I'm going to be singing is called Die, Died and Grow. <laughs> um, yes, by the Avid Brothers. And so, yes, I'm going to attempt to sing that. Can you say your name to me? Pull mine after yours. Can we build a house of glass without windows or doors? Will you learn to love yourself the way I know you should? Can we find the courage there to call our friendship good? Call it good. Call it good. Anita, my Anita, I was born to follow you. Anita, my Anita, I was born to follow you. Don't let a romance and beating heart change what we came to do. Anita, my Anita, I was born to follow you.
The world is closing in on me And I think it's time I go And with your sad young eyes You taught me things I didn't know And my heart broke down a powder there And I'd wish I'd let it show And I listened as you said to me You'd rather die than grow Die than grow Die than grow Oh, Nina, my Nina I was born to follow you Anita, Manita, I was born to follow you. Don't let a romance and beating not change what we came to do. Anita, Manita, I was born to follow you. So I watched as those who asked for love, demanding some respect, became the last in line to have what they come to expect. As what nobody taught them that they so rightly deserve. And the hums of their misfortune peaked the hardest lesson learned, lesson learned, lesson learned. Anita, my Anita, I was born to follow you. Anita, my Anita, I was born to follow you. Don't let a romance and beating not change what we came to do. Anita, Manita, I was born to follow you. To watch us fall is why they came and fall we did to the call of the highway. Don't go home. Don't look ahead, don't look beyond everything we were is dead. Then a wall of hope and talent sprang, and I caught a glimpse of light. And I drank from there as the colors rang out loudly from your eyes. Anita, my Anita, I was born to follow you. Don't let a romance or beating heart change what we came to do. Anita, my Anita, I was born to follow you. Anita, my Anita, I was born to follow you.
all for today and i hope you enjoyed it I actually ended up being the perfect amount of time so yes it's short and sweet and we got into a lot of different topics today and we'll see what's gonna happen next week i'm definitely gonna record some more obviously but i'm going to see what i'm gonna do uh, i have some interesting ideas and stuff and so yes thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next week. Bye! <laughs>